What do we do now? Watched that like five times before we started the show today, and I'm going to call back to it in just a second because there's something. If you didn't see it, there's something even better than Joe Biden not knowing where he's going or what he's doing, which is just obvious and an everyday occurrence at this point. Uh, I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report direct message. Today's April 5th, 2022, and uh, let's call back to that because it's not just that Joe Biden doesn't know where he's going or what he's doing. That's standard. But I like when he turns to Pete. Look at this. He turns me, where do I go? What do I do? What am I doing? What do I do? Pete, Pete, I, I don't know. I, I'm just gay Pete. I don't know. I got a job because I'm gay. I don't know which way you're supposed to walk. How am I supposed to know? I'm the, oh, I'll go that way. You go this way. These people are such inept clowns. They literally don't know which way to walk at the end of a talk. And the president is looking at people who are completely unqualified to do anything. You would think that the transportation secretary, at the very least, would know which way to walk at the end of a speech. I'm the transportation secretary. I'm Gay Pete. Walk this way. Uh, God, I hate these people. Anywho, uh, I got a book coming out. Uh, it's called Don't Burn This Country, and it comes out on April 12th. And uh, you should buy it because it's really good. I promise you that it's really good. You can either buy the, the physical copy, of course, or the audiobook is great. I read it myself. Uh, it comes out in one week from today. That's right. Tuesday, April 12th in the year of 2022. DaveRubin.com slash book. And then, as you know, I'm heading out on tour all over the place. We launch in Florida. I've got special guests on, uh, on most of the shows. We're still figuring out Orlando, the big, the big first show. Uh, but after that, Don Jr. is going to be joining me in West Palm Beach, Benny Johnson in Clearwater, Andrew Clavin in Raleigh, North Carolina, Michael Malice in Atlanta, Yanmi Park in Chicago, Glenn Beck in Dallas, Megan McCain in D.C., Megan Kelly in West Nyack, Dennis Prager in Braille, Ari Elder in Oxnard, Douglas Murray in San Jose, Blake Masters in Phoenix, Brian Callen in Denver, we just added that one yesterday. You can get tickets right now at DaveRubin.com slash events. Tickets are going fast. We just added a bunch more VIPs because they sold out at most of the shows real quick. So I think we added 20 more yesterday at each specific venue. So you can check that out, DaveRubin.com slash events. All right, so what are we going to talk about today? You know, I've been trying to do these narrative shows lately where we sort of go through over the course of a half hour what is going on in the world why are these people lying about everything? Let's see what they're lying about. How do we expose the lies? And then, and then really what I'm focused on more than anything else is how do we fight back? And how do we fight back? How do we build new things? How do we ignore them, get away from them, disconnect from them? Well, there are some signs that we can do those things. And, uh, and that's really where I want to put most of my energy. The big thing over the last couple of weeks obviously has been this nonsensical don't say gay bill here in Florida. As you know, the word gay is not in the bill, and they could have just as easily, if the media cared about any truth, they could have just as easily called it the don't say straight bill, because the point is that you can't talk about sex and gender identity with kindergartners through third graders, which everyone in their right freaking mind knows is proper and right and all of that stuff, okay? So they could have called it don't say straight, but the media lies about everything. It's Bill HB 1557, but they, they love a meme and then they get their nonsensical blue check journalists and their sort of brain damaged Hollywood celebrities to you know run with don't say gay and all that good stuff. Well, Ron DeSantis is just continuing to fight back. So he has signed the bill. So the bill exists. The bill exists and all the bill is stopping teachers from doing is telling second graders 
that they can have private meetings with teachers where they can tell boys that they're girls and girls that they're boys and that they could then hide that from the parents. We all know. We all know that's right. That's right. And it shouldn't be done. And they keep telling us, oh, that's not being done. Well, we've got some evidence that it actually is being done in schools throughout the nation. Uh, but DeSantis just is not taking it lying down. He is just fighting back against basically the biggest, wokest, mouse-run corporation in the world. My view is, is you know, we should just treat everybody equally. Uh, we shouldn't let one company have their own set of rules compared to everybody else. And I think they've been able to sustain this because they've had a lot of clout. Uh, for many, many decades. And I think now with seeing kind of what's happening, it's not just opposing a bill. I think it's, it's demagoguing the bill, but then also these videos with these people out in California who are working very high up in this company, the stuff coming out of their mouths is unbelievable that they view their programming as a way to inject a lot of these topics into programming for very young kids. And I think I can tell you, as a parent of young kids, that is not what I want to be seeing, um, them talking about pushing an agenda, an ideological agenda. So I think there's a whole host of stuff, but it's really going to be up for, up for the legislature. Okay, so that's a guy just saying a bunch of honest stuff. And it's direct, and it's clear, and it's obvious. And as I said, everyone that doesn't have brain damage agrees with it. Now, if you think, if you're still watching the Dave Rubin program, and you think that Ron DeSantis is a liar, and that it can't be true that Disney would be intentionally putting these messages in to stories with young kids to intentionally confuse these kids, et cetera, et cetera, for whatever their end means are. Uh, well, why don't you take it from the director and writer of Proud Family on Disney? Uh, this was a leaked Disney internal video. This is Latoya Ravenue, the director and writer of Proud Family. It's a children's movie, and she obviously has other influence uh, throughout Disney. Uh, saying that that is actually exactly what she does when it comes to inserting these messages. Our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my like not at all secret gay agenda. And so let's have these two characters kiss. Let's in the background. This, like I was just wherever I could just basically adding queerness to like no one would stop me and no one was trying to stop me. Okay, in case you've missed it, I'm okay with gay people. I'm married to a gay person. I woke up this morning, there was a gay dude next to me, okay? I'm cool with that. We're having kids. I have gay friends across the political spectrum. Well, not as many anymore, but I've got some gay friends too. Lesbians, lesbians I'm friends with, okay? I know a lot of gay people and gay people want nothing to do with this thing. I know the meme out there is that the LGBT community wants this and this is such a, an affront to young gay people and everything else, but this is absolute complete nonsense. This is about state ownership of your children more than anything else. That's what this is about. Do you think ultimately that your children's values and thoughts are property of the state? Or do you believe that parents are allowed to teach children whatever it is that they want in terms of values and family and all of those things? And the state should maybe teach math I don't know, math, history, stuff like that, science, little science, maybe some music, that would be nice. Um, but they shouldn't be allowed to secretly indoctrinate children and confuse children. We're talking about K through three. Really, again, I know I keep doing this, but I want you to think about a six or seven year old that's in your life, almost everyone watching this, you have a niece or a nephew or a daughter or a cousin or something. A six year old 
that you would want to start talking to them about sex is insane. Insane. And again, this has nothing to do with being gay. A straight teacher, you wouldn't want a straight teacher to be telling the six-year-old about straightness either. They'd be going crazy, actually. The lefty whack jobs and the wokesters would all be going nuts if this was a straight teacher that was secretly meeting with a possibly gay kid to not talk about, you know, to talk about how they should be straight, right? But they're okay with it when it's a teacher talking about being gay. Anyway, this story continues into a, a litany of lunacy because now New York City, which was once the greatest city in the world, the city where I spent most of my formative years before I moved to Los Angeles, okay? Uh, it has now been completely destroyed by the left and, and the wokesters and everything else. Uh, but now they're inviting all the gay people because they think gay people are fleeing Florida. But before I get to that, real quick, I want to talk to you guys about Raycon. You know, did you make a New Year's resolution this year? If you did, more power to you. But if not, that doesn't mean you shouldn't still find a way to shake things up, whether it's by switching up your workout routine or going someplace new. Whatever way you challenge yourself this new year, there's no better way to do it than with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. Raycon wireless earbuds, <clears throat> excuse me, are the best way to bring you, uh, bring audio with you because no matter how much you shake things up, literally, no matter how much you shake, uh, you know they won't fall out of your ears. The everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. There's also awareness mode for when you need to listen to your surroundings so that you can stay safe when you're on the go. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me, Raycon offers eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder that Raycon's earbuds have over 48,000 five-star reviews. And right now, my listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash Ruben. That's buyraycon.com slash Ruben. Buyraycon.com slash Ruben. Back to me. All right, so now let's juxtapose some sanity in Florida, the governor, fighting the insanity of New York City, which is the whole damn thing. But let's focus on Eric Adams, who is the new mayor of New York City, the new Democrat mayor. And now remember, they had a true socialist for a couple of years in New York City. They had Bill de Blasio, who was, in my opinion, just a complete communist socialist lunatic. He destroyed New York City. Many, many people have fled New York City. Crime is out of control. Prices are out of control. We'll get to all that in just a moment. But what happened was when he went out, people said, ah, now we've got Eric Adams and he'll be better about this woke nonsense. He'll be better about policing. And I think he proved my theory that there are no sane Democrats left. Here is New York City Mayor Eric Adams. That's what this movement of Don't Say Gay is about. Uh, this uh, political uh, showmanship of attempting to demonize a particular group or community is unacceptable. And we are going to loudly uh, show our support and say to those who are living in Florida, listen, we want you here in New York. You know, we want you right here in New York City. And it's more than just saying that. It's also standing up and aligning ourselves uh, with the men and women of the LGBTQ plus community and stating that we are in unison with you and your right uh, to uh, have uh, self-identification, your right to be uh, live the lifestyle and live uh, the lives that you choose to live without any form of harassment. 
Yes, everything that you just said there, Eric Adams, was pure bunk. You made up what the bill is about. You used the name that is not actually the name. And then you pretended to say a bunch of things that are completely nonsensical relative to what's going on here in Florida. Literally, today is Tuesday, four days ago, I gave a big talk in West Palm Beach at the PragerU Gala. I said hello and introduced Ron DeSantis, brought him on stage with Dennis Prager. When he said hello to me, we shook hands. He said, Dave, how are you? I immediately turned to David. I said, Governor, I want you to meet my husband, David. He said hi to him. We took a big picture. We were waiting on the pictures. It was with the official photographer. He said, congratulations on the kids. This guy is not coming for anyone's rights. He's not coming for anyone's marriage or anything else. This is about indoctrinating children. So everything Eric Adams said there is a lie. Now, what's interesting is the guy that was standing behind Eric Adams over his shoulder, I'm not even sure who he is. He's someone in the administration. But he then uh, basically took the microphone and he said, you know, I know the mayor won't say it, but F Ron DeSantis. Now that video was posted on Twitter and went viral yesterday. And then you're not going to believe this, guys, because we wanted to show it to you today. Uh, it was uh, the account was suspended. There was an account by the name of MAGA Jew. OK, and all he did was post a public press conference on Twitter, the clip of a public press conference, and he got banned by Twitter. So that's the state of free speech and our ability to communicate honestly. But OK, so here we go. So now the New York City mayor is absolutely lying without question, 100 percent, lock, sealed, done, lying about what's going on here in Florida. And he's trying to capitalize on it. How is he doing it? Well, he tweeted this out with a big gay picture. Gay, 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 gay. Uh, New York City's mayor's office breaking. New York City mayor announces a new digital billboard campaign in five, five Florida markets denouncing the hateful don't say gay law and inviting Floridians to move to New York. Okay, first off, let me be clear about something. You'd have to be a complete effing moron to move to New York City right now. That's what you'd have to be. I think I'm being clear about uh, my feelings on that, but we should compare and contrast what's going on in Florida, New York. Now, first off, people keep saying, this is the big one from the media, there are no schools that are teaching any of this stuff. They're not indoctrinating these young kids in elementary school uh, with all of this transgender stuff and that they can cut off their gen genitals and be another gender and all these things. These things aren't happening. Oh, <laughs> image. Yeah, uh, this is from Libs of TikTok. They do a great job over there. This is a middle school in New York City. It's called the Gateway School. And there is a young girl. I assume it's a girl. Maybe it's a boy, a boy, girl. I don't know, girl, boy, uh, who uh, is giving some sort of presentation related to all of the flags of the LGBT community. You've got the gay flag and the trans flag. And I don't know what else is up there. I can't even see it from where I'm sitting. But, I, you know, oh, there's the asexual flag. What's the what's the flag with the uh, with the circle in it? The intersex flag, what the high hell? Give me the camera. What does this have to do with education? What does being pansexual, what does that even mean? You have sex with pans? Demisexual, Apache helicopter sexual. What do any of these things have to do with just two plus two is four, A squared plus B squared is C squared. What is going on here? This is all such manipulated crapola. But anyway, People say that's not really happening. They say it's not happening. It obviously is happening. It's all over the place. And we, we've got some more evidence on that. We'll show you in just a second. Uh, but if 
you are gay and you live in Florida and you're being hunted down. You know, DeSantis is out there and he's got gators and they're on a leash and he's running around looking for the gays. And oh my God, I, they're listening to dance music in that house. Get them. If you're freaking out and you're going, but, but Eric Adams seems like a nice guy and he wants me in New York City. I should go to New York City. Well, I would at least, at the very least, do your due diligence on what's going on in New York City because we've got some info about the crime situation in New York City. Uh, here you go. This is from Spectrum News One. Overall crime in New York City was up 38.5% last month compared with January 2021 NYPD numbers show. According to the NYPD, increases in crime were seen nearly across the board. Shooting incidents rose 31.6% from 76 in January of 2021 to 100 last month. Transit crime incidents rose 75% from 113 to 198. Rape rose uh, 26.7% from 101 in January of 21 to 128 last month. Robbery rose 33% from 940 to 1,251. Felony assault rose 12.3% from 1,546 to 1736. Burglary, that's up 7.5% from uh, about 1100 to 1189. Uh, grand larceny up 58.5% from 2559 to over 4000. And grand larceny auto is up 91.5% from 620 to 1187. So, gays, if the freedom is freaking you out, and you're scared about DeSantis and his henchmen and all of that stuff that is completely imaginary. But they got you. They got you. You're, you they just, you're a blue, a non-NPC, brainwashed fool. You should go to New York City, but know what you're walking into where you'll most likely be raped or murdered or have your car stolen. Potentially all at once. In which case, then you're allowed to jump the turnstile if you don't have a car anymore and you want to get on the subway because they won't arrest you for that. Um, now, interestingly, you know what I like to do on this program. I like to show you stats from one state and then compare it to another state. Now, what's happening here in Florida? Sure, again, once again, and I, I don't want to diminish the fact that DeSantis is out there with the gators, hunting down the gays, the whole thing. But here's some stats on crime in Florida. From 98 to 2018, Florida in, experienced a significant decrease in both the number and rate of reported total index crimes. The rate is calculated per 100,000 population. Florida's population increased 39% during the period. Violent crime decreased about 39%, 566 uh, in rate. And property crime decreased 45.2% in number, 60.6 uh, in rate. So crime is going down. You see, that's down. As you go across the graph there, it's going down. Uh, and these numbers are continuing under Ron DeSantis. We all know that, right? We watched all of these cities burn over the last two years. And why did it not happen in Florida? Do you think maybe it happened because we had somebody here who actually supported law enforcement and people actually believe in rule of law and all of that stuff? But okay, let's say again, you're, you're freaking out, you're gay, DeSantis is trying to get you. Eric Adams wants you. You're like, you know what? It's okay. It's so, I'm freaking out over the gay thing and it's all right. Maybe I'm going to get murdered. Maybe my car will get stolen. I'll be raped. All of that stuff. I'm still willing to risk it because, you know, life will be better there. I'll have more money in my pocket, let's say, because it's New York, you know, the engine of the world. Well, we've got some info from NerdWallet. 
New York state income tax rates are 4%, 4 4.5%, 5.25, 5.95, 0.93, 6.85, 9.65, 10.3, and max out at 10.9%. And then, I love this one, New York City and Yonkers have their own local income tax on top of the state tax. New York City income tax rates are 3.078, 3.7262, and 3.876. So that means if you live in New York City or Yonkers, you're paying federal, you're paying state, you're paying then the city tax on top of that. They're taking all your money. Well, but that must be something similar. There's got to be something similar to that happening in Florida. Oh, right. There's no personal income tax here in Florida. Zippo, nada, none. Bam. Not white supremacy, just a zero. Uh, but, okay, so let's say you're like, you know what? I don't care. Sure, I might get raped there. I might get killed. They might steal my car. And I'm going to have to pay all this more money. At least the houses, at least the houses in New York City must be cheaper than Florida, because Florida's got all that water. People like to live on the water. That must be very expensive. We've got to go to New York to save money if we escape the rape and the murder and the crime and the blah, blah, blah. Well, house prices. Let's look at some house prices. New York, the average price of a house, 750000 basically. Florida, four eighty. That's a bit of a difference. I don't have my calculator here, but it's over $200,000. I'll tell you that much. Um, so the choice is yours, gays. The choice is yours. Frankly, at this point, I don't care about your sexuality, but if you are a lefty whack job living in the freest state in the union, leave, leave. I got cash here. Now, what my plan was, can I, would this be unethical at this point? My plan with the cash was that I was going to give all this cash to bring someone, save someone from this dystopian nightmare of California and bring them here to Florida. But actually, I think maybe we should switch this. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to do two jars where I'm just going to give cash if you're a lefty, leave. Charlie Crist, get the hell out of here. This Nikki Freed, all of you whack jobs, you have everything. It's all here. The future of America is here and you freaks and liars don't like it. Just, ugh. Okay, well, speaking of high crime, high taxes, insane sexual politics, wokeism ruining the system, let's talk about what's going over on at the, uh, the White House. Uh, because there is this Jen Psaki woman. She is the press secretary who will soon have a job on MSNBC because the swamp protects its own. And she was asked about Bill HB 1557 by Fox News's Peter Ducey. What about this new law in Florida? At what age does the White House think that students should be taught about sexual orientation and gender identity? Well, I would say, uh, first of all, Peter, um, we have spoken to uh, the Don't Say Gay bill in the past, I believe is what you're referring to, and made clear that uh, as we look at this, uh, this, uh, this law, uh, what we think it's a reflection of is politicians in Florida propagating misinformed, hateful policies that do n absolutely nothing to address uh, the real issues. I would note that parents across the country uh, are looking to, um, you know, uh, national, state, and district leaders to uh, support our nation's students, to ensure that uh, kids are treated equally in schools, and that is certainly not, this is not a reflection of that. He's a liar. I, it, there, there's nothing else. I, I need a punching bag in the show. Can we get a punching bag in the studio? And for now on, every time I'm going to curse, I'm not kidding. I am just going to punch. Can we get a Jen Psaki punching bag? I want her clown depressed face 
right next to me. I'm not kidding. We're going to have to custom this. I don't know where you get one. Can we go to custompunchingbags.net or whatever? And I want her face right here. And every time we show a clip of her instead of, because what's the point? What's the point of me constantly commenting on her? She's lying again. Everything she said was made up. Instead, I would just punch the clown. I, I'm not kidding. That's what we're going to have to do. I know you can't hit a woman. You can't hit a woman. Well, I'll, I'll just say she's a man. That's how we're going to have to do it. Anyway, she just lies. Everything she said there was a lie. This has nothing to do with hate. And notice she won't answer the question. The question was very clear. Ducey's question was very clear. What age do you think teaching this stuff is appropriate? And she doesn't. She immediately calls it don't say gay and she won't give an answer. Um, here's more from Saki. So if you guys oppose this law that bans classroom instruction about, about sexual orientation and gender identity in K through three, does White House support that kind of classroom instruction before kindergarten? Do you have examples of schools in uh, Florida that are teaching kindergartners about sex education? I'm just mm, good question, Jen. Are they teaching this stuff to kids in school? She specifically says kindergartners, but obviously what we're talking about, are they teaching this to young kids in school? Well, you're not going to believe this one, Saki. In September of 2020, my daughter told me after school she had a meeting with school officials that was held behind closed doors where they asked her which restroom she wanted to use. I immediately contacted the school and was told by the guidance counselor and assistant principal that I could not be given any information regarding the meeting and that by law, my daughter had to be the one to authorize my notification of the meeting or attendance to the meeting. In other words, school officials asked my 13-year-old child her permission as to whether or not my parental rights would be honored. After many weeks of going back and forth with the district, we learned the middle school had created a transgender, gender non-conforming support plan with our 13-year-old daughter without our knowledge or consent. The plan was a six-page document completed with my daughter behind closed doors with three school officials that included the guidance counselor, the assistant principal, and a social worker I had never met. During the meeting, they asked her questions that could have significantly impacted her safety and her physical and emotional well-being, such as which restroom she preferred to use and which sex she preferred to room with on overnight field trips. The plan also directed school staff to use my daughter's birth name when speaking to us, her parents, and to use a different name in school with teachers, staff, and students. This plan directed school staff to conceal from us that this meeting and plan had ever taken place. Okay, so joking and glibness aside for a second, the question really is, do you think that woman is a bad person? Do you think she's a bigot or hateful or anything like that? Or do you think that she really actually only cares about the welfare of her child and that she should ultimately uh, be the arbiter of the decisions related to a young child that let's say her child is having some gender identity stuff or maybe thinks that they're gay or whatever else. And by the way, there are all sorts of phases in life and there are people that detransition as adults. That's something that the, the mainstream media won't show you, um, obviously, because it doesn't fit the narrative. But, you know, there are kids that are in sixth grade that think that they're bi or gay that end up not being. And then there are there are married adults who are have two kids that finally come to grips in, with their sexuality when they're 55 and it's too late and then they've wrought all sorts of destruction on their family and friends and all sorts of other things. But if you watch that video, if you think that that mother 
is saying what she's saying because of hatred or bigotry or any of the pure BS nonsense that the media and the White House and the mayor of New York City and the rest of these people are spewing, you're, you're very just confused. You're just very confused about the issue. They want parental rights dissolved. They want your children to be property of the state. And many people are willfully letting them do it. Now, let's recap the show so far. So we've got DeSantis. He's out there with the alligators hunting down the gay people. Then you've got the uh, mayor of New York City. And despite the murder and the rape and the crime and all that stuff and the high house prices and the disastrous economy, he's saying, gays, come here. We'll take you gays. We'll save you from scary alligator man Ron DeSantis. Uh, then we showed you how the White House lies and obfuscates the truth related to all that. But at least I was going, Dave, you got to find me a silver lining here. Thank God we have CNN, right? Because these people wouldn't lie to us. They wouldn't frame the issue completely dishonestly and confuse things and conflate things and push an agenda. That's not what they would do on CNN. There is an ugly history in the United States of portraying gays, lesbians, transgender people as perverts, as predators who are preying on children. And when I see some of the coverage in the last week, seems to me they are just repeating an ugly history. Good morning, Brian. Yeah, it's, it's exasperating to watch all this go down. I can't believe that it's 2022 and we're still seeing LGBTQ families be framed as predatory or as uh, diversive or uh, I would say as uh, almost, almost perverted. I mean, that seems to be the message to millions of LGBTQ families by the actions of Governor DeSantis right now. And I, it's heartbreaking to watch because these are families who already struggle to get by day to day in the public square and now have their own government going after them just for existing. When I'm watching the Fox coverage this week, I'm thinking they know what they're doing. Like this is something that's very compelling and scary to their audience. Well, Brian, you're right. It's, it's brilliant framing because you can't argue with a parent's right to influence their child. Parents care deeply about their children. I'm a parent. I get it. And when you focus on this particular subset, kindergarten through third grade, again, it's very smart and it's strategic because most parents will say, well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. It seems pretty common sense that we wouldn't be talking about sex or sexual orientation. But it, it sort of hides the, uh, the real intention behind the bill. And the thing about parental rights framing is that this is not the first time we've seen this in American history. If you frame uh, you know, critical race theory against parental rights, then people feel, okay, we have a right to be upset. If you think about, go back to segregation. Th there was a parental rights argument about, well, we shouldn't really be integrating and having our kids you know, in schools based on race because that will introduce another level of intimacy or relationship. Mm. And so when you go at that personal angle, you will actually get a lot of people who miss the sort of bigger picture behind what, what this bill is really about. And it has a chilling effect. Okay, so the reason I wanted to show you that is because that woman almost got it right. She almost got it right. That this stuff makes sense. It makes sense you would not want your kids to be taught gender theory when they're first graders and then have that hidden from the parents. It makes sense you would not want them being taught critical race theory in school and then have that hidden from the parents. Then she tries to link it somehow to slavery and racism and all of those other things. It's nonsense, it's nonsense. They want your kids. I'm not even saying it's because they're grooming them because they're pedophiles or whatever the hell everyone else is saying. I'm just saying they just wanna break children and they wanna break the family. I think that's pretty obvious and let's not forget the Black Lives Matter website, 
when this whole thing all started, all this crazy woke nonsense started over the last couple of years, used to have a section in it talking about destroying the nuclear family. These things are all connected. So they almost kind of got it right on CNN. But then at the end, she, but, you know, parents really shouldn't have to do something with that because it's really kind of hiding bigotry or something. I want to show you the two, the two chirons that they had here. Uh, now, this first one here, focus on parental rights chips away at gay rights. So let's just pretend you're the average CNN viewer and you're obviously not that bright. And you don't really know what's going on and you just regurgitate talking points and all of that. One more time, throw it up. You would see that, you'd flip on CNN, right? And no one's really paying attention to CNN, but you flip it on and you go, my God, parental rights are chipping away at gay rights. Now that has nothing to do with this bill. There is no one coming for gay rights in Florida. Do you think that if Ron DeSantis and the other right-wing maniacs of Florida were saying, we're gonna jail gays, we are not gonna let gay people get married, we are not gonna let gay people have certain jobs, we are not gonna let gay people have kids, we're not gonna let gay people buy property, anything that would actually make gay people unequal under the law. You think I might say something about it? I assure you that I would. I assure you that I would. This is about indoctrinating children from state employees and then hiding that from the parents. So that, that Chiron is an absolute lie. And by the way, throw it up one more time. You see how they're, they're contrasting these things so that they're, they're trying to train you to think that parental rights are bad or that parental rights are in conflict with gay rights, which is insane. Gay rights used to just be about equality. The gays of Stonewall, I know this is, I can't wait till the media matters hit piece on this one. The gays of Stonewall would be horrified by what's going on right now. They were fighting for equality. They were fighting to be equal under the law. They were not fighting for all of this other nonsense. That really is the truth, okay? It really is. Those people who were being arrested because they were going to bars and as consenting adults meeting other people and trying to be in equal relationships, that's what it was about. It had nothing to do with any of this. So the media is now trying, they're trying to show you that parental rights are scary and in conflict with the thing that you better worship the most, which are gay rights. And by the way, we have gay rights. It's equal. We're good. Let's go to the other Chiron for a second. The LGBT community latest to be caught in the culture war. Now, first off, look at these two people. I just want to be clear. I, I have nothing to do with either one of these dudes. And I mean that as a... Uh, as a newscaster or whatever I am, or as a supposed member of the LGBT community. Um, but the LGBT community, latest to be caught in culture war. They brought the culture war to us. The gay thing was basically over. And, and this is why you twisted mother. The gay thing was over. Donald Trump in 2016 was on stage before becoming president with a rainbow flag saying he did not care who you marry, saying that he didn't care about trans bathrooms because he's a builder. And if he was building a hotel and you told him he only had to build one bathroom, he would be thrilled because it would save him money. Peter Thiel, an openly gay man, spoke at the RNC convention where they nominated Donald Trump and said he is a proud gay man and got a standing ovation. Standing ovation. I've discussed that with him privately many times. He was shocked. He did not know what was going to happen when that happened and he got a standing ovation, okay? This thing was done. It doesn't mean that every conservative has to agree with gay marriage, and it doesn't mean that we have to trample on your religious liberty and all of those things, but this shit was over, and these people are dragging it back in because this has nothing to do with equality anymore. This is about breaking kids. This is making sixth graders look at pansexual flags and teaching, uh, you know, as, the, uh, as that mother 
was talking about that you can call the kid a one name at school, but, but hide that from the parents at home. This is absolute crazy nonsense. And one more time on that, Chiron, please. Uh, LGBT community. I want to address one other thing. Uh, my friend Douglas Murray, who's been on the show many times, and we have a, an interview coming out with him, I think, next week or so. Uh, he's, just, he's just one of the clearest thinkers, British conservative thinker, if you don't know him. He happens to be gay also. He's one of my best friends. He is a good, decent man, and he is, he is an absolutely brilliant writer. Uh, in his last book, The Madness of Crowds, and you should find my, can we link to Madness of Crowds in the description on this one? Let's make sure we get that in there. You should watch my interview with him because one of the things that he does so brilliantly is he separates LGB from T in the chapters when he's talking about this war on sanity and what the madness of crowds really is all about. Because the gay community got there in terms of equality. The gay community got there, just like the, the black community got there, just like women got there. All of the just fights for equality. You got to equality and the machine then the activists said, no, equality is not enough. We want equity. We want to take everybody down with us. We don't want to build everybody up, which is what America and capitalism and freedom is all about. Okay. Um, so Douglas in, in his brilliant book, Madness of Crowds, he actually separates them from chapters because he says, actually, the LGB thing has nothing to do with the trans thing. And, and that really is the truth. I don't mean, I actually don't mean this in judgment of any trans person. And as I often say on the show, however you wish to live as an adult is completely fine with me. That, that's your choice, right? Like I know there's some people not thrilled with my life choices and I'm not thrilled with other people's life choices. That's completely fine with me. Um, but pushing this stuff on everybody and how it's rampaging through all of our institutions and our television shows and the media and big tech and all this stuff, it's not authentic. It's not real. This is manufactured nonsense for some other purpose. What that is, is for perhaps another show. But you know, there's a great quote by Thomas Sowell on this, uh, which he said years ago, Bigotry is not dead, it's on life support. And ain't that the truth? These people need it. Chris Rock in one of his HBO specials from about 20 years ago, the cops need a certain amount of crime. These people need the belief in bigotry and hatred. They have nothing else. What in the world would any of these leftists or wokesters or Democrats have other than thinking that everybody's out to get them, other than thinking that this thing is evil and everything else? The best freaking society of all time, and that's endless endlessly what they're pushing on us. Um, so, whew, fired up today. Uh, let's bring it to, to something positive about all of this. And by the way, this is all couched in positivity because what's happening in Florida is positive. And if there is going to be a separation of the states, that's what federalism is all about. And I hope that if you're watching this, you live in a state that is somewhat aligned with your, your views. But to really couch this in some positivity, uh, the big story as of this morning is that Elon Musk, the Tesla guy, the SpaceX guy, the Boring Company guy. Yeah, that guy right there. Uh, the original co-founder, co-creator of PayPal, along with Peter Thiel. Uh, he now is on the board of Twitter. I covered it yesterday that he bought a 9.2% stake, 9 stake in Twitter. We've got some info here from Forbes. Uh, Tesla CEO Elon Musk has acquired a 9.2% stake in Twitter. The social media giant disclosed in an SEC filing on Monday, a move that comes weeks after the billionaire accused Twitter of failing to adhere to free speech principles. Uh, 2.8 billion, 2.89 billion, that's how much Musk's Twitter stocks were worth based on Friday's closing. Twitter stock price surged 27% on Monday. I mean, this guy is such a baller that when he buys something, he spends about 3 billion of his own money and then the stock all rises. So then it's as if he spent less money on it, right? And the whole point of, of everything that he's been about over the last, I don't know, a couple months at least, 
is that he's trying to fight for free speech. He's been asking, is Twitter you know, banning people? Are they respecting free speech and all of these things? Um, so now that he is on the board, so now he, he is the largest stakeholder, but he's not a majority stakeholder, right? He doesn't own 51%, so he can't just do whatever he wants to do, but he is the largest stakeholder. He actually replaced Morgan Stanley as the number one stakeholder in Twitter. Um, he is going to be on the board. He will be able to make decisions. He will be able to ask questions. Hey, why did we kill that Hunter Biden story? Who did that? Did we have any uh, contact with uh, the government on that? Who, who killed that story? Is that something that anyone has asked around here? Uh, he might say, hey, why, well, how did we decide to get rid of that Donald Trump guy? Does anyone uh, know how we made that final decision? Or uh, Babylon Bee is suspended, one of the biggest satire sites in the United States. They're suspended right now. Or how about this one, uh, that Tucker Carlson guy? Uh, is suspended right now. All he did was say that there's differences between uh, men and women, males and females. Uh, he's the largest uh, cable news talk show, highest rated cable news talk show host in history of cable news. Uh, should he be suspended on our platform? Elon might start asking these questions. Hey, how come Dave Rubin was suspended in J July for saying that vaccine mandates might be coming from the federal government? Because he ended up being right about that. Why'd we suspend him on that one? Elon, you got your work cut out for you, man. But if anyone's up to it, it's you. So the point is that, that there is some goodness here. There, there is some goodness because good people have to enter the fight. Uh, this is what I've been, this is why I started Locals. Good people have to enter the fight, build a better product. This is what's going on over at the Daily Wire. Why'd they do Jeremy's razors? It's like, okay, Harry's razors, you're, you wanna go woke? We'll build our own razor company and sell them. And it sounds like they're already bigger than Harry's razors. This is why you build alternative networks like The Blaze. This is why PragerU is now doing PragerU Kids and Daily Wire is doing Daily Wire Kids. Enough of this bullshit. Enough of this bullshit. We'll expose it, we'll mock it, and then we'll move on. So I don't know that we're quite at the move on phase, uh, but the second we are, I will be the first one to move on, I assure you. And I will not talk about any of this nonsense anymore. But we have to somehow expose it still and mock it as we build uh, for now. Uh, we've got a great uh, funny little uh, meme video for you for our cold close today. Let me run to some locals comments. Mad for cars says, I wanna be there when Elon walks through the doors for the first board meeting at Twitter. Well, in that case, mad for cars, you might wanna wait till the cold close of today's show because we did a little something for you. You're gonna dig it. Amy says, did you hear that a Seattle museum is hosting a drag camp for 12 to 18 year olds? The art of drag. I mean, nothing would surprise me. Nothing surprises me at this point. If you are an adult and you would like to dress like the opposite gender and put on makeup and do all of those things and go to a club, blah, 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 then so be it. That's what you're allowed to do. Why you feel that you need to push this on children who are trying to figure out what the world is in a time of mass misinformation and confusion, that, that does seem a little odd to me. Uh, Jeannie says, I'm a cast iron pansexual. I gotta tell you, I love the cast iron. I'm honestly not sure what pansexual is, but I do love the cast iron. And if you want an incredible recipe for cast iron chicken parm, Megan Kelly has had it at my house and said it was the best chicken parm she's ever had. Uh, you can go to davidscookbook.com. That's my David, he's, a, he's an incredible chef. And we've got a cookbook coming out. Uh, and you can see the recipe for his cast iron chicken parm. A lot of people say you don't put cheese in a cast iron, but we believe that you can. Uh, pansexual, I'm being told, means that you're down to bang anything.
I've enjoyed today's program. I hope you've enjoyed today's program. Uh, we're, we're extremely busy around here right now because I've started some of the early press for Don't Burn This Country. A lot of it won't come out till next week. Um, we're doing my first, the exclusive launch podcast interview will be with Ben Shapiro next Tuesday. And then I'm pretty much on every freaking show you can think of. And I, you know, I haven't been doing television appearances because they also like you to be quiet. So if you've been wondering where I've been, why I haven't been on Fox lately or Newsmax or whatever, it's because they like you to kind of go dark for about a month beforehand. But I will be back on everything. Trust me, you will be sick of me by the end of the month. Uh, guys, reminder, one week from today, my next book comes out, Don't Burn This Country, Surviving and Thriving in Our Woke Dystopia. I mean, did I nail it with the title on this freaking thing or what? You can get the book at DaveRubin.com slash book. And the thing is, come back to me for a second. The thing is, you know I don't care about the New York Times. I genuinely don't. It is an evil newspaper filled with woke activists. It is a propaganda communist rag. It is trash and dishonest drivel. That being said, I would like to get on the New York Times bestseller list again to just expose the bullshit. I want to sell so many copies that they have to put me on there, which is what happened last time. They put me much lower on the list than per sales, but we sold so many they had to put us on there. And I want to do it this time because, you know, sales, the, the beauty of sales is sales are real. Book, purchase, guy has book. That's an actual number, right? So they can't fudge the sales. So the New York Times even tells people, there's a little asterisk on there where they tell people, our number, our bestseller list is not really based on sales. It's our own secret formula. Uh, to prove this, I saw the numbers from last week because in the publishing world, they, can, they expose these numbers, right? It, it's not hidden sales numbers are real. That's how people transfer money and commerce. I think it was last week, the New York Times bestseller list, they had about six in the top 10, they had about six books that had sold between like two and 4,000 copies. The number 11 book on the New York Times bestseller, you're not gonna, I don't think I told you guys this. The number 11 book last week was Glenn Beck's new book and it had sold, I think it was 54,000 copies last week. Okay, it came out a couple weeks ago. But they just fudge these numbers. And anyway, I would love to get on there just to, to expose the fudge. I want to I fudge expose. That's what I want to do with these people. They're just terrible, terrible people. Uh, if you want to join me on tour, as you know, you can go to DaveRubin.com slash events. If you get VIP tickets, I am guaranteeing the one second hug, a selfie, and maybe I'll even sign your book. My full interview with the Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belfort, is up on YouTube and on Blaze and on Rumble, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, and I have a new interview, really interesting guy, David Mamet, who's a playwright, uh, a filmmaker, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, and Wag the Dog, bunch more. Uh, former leftist who woke up, and yet he still lives in Hollywood, so we get into some really deep stuff. Clip one is up today. And on that note, mad for cars, this cold close about the board meeting that's happening at Twitter right now goes out to you. Well, what do you think of him? He's a pedantic, pontificating, pretentious bastard, a belligerent old fart, a worthless steaming pile of cow dung. Figuratively speaking. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Rubin Report Direct Message. We're live on Rumble, Blaze TV, and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Don't forget to review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And if you're looking for early and exclusive content, you can join me on Locals at rubinreport.locals.com.